Three Steps to Rising from the Ashes of Grief. Hi, my name is Lise and I am the podcaster here to share with each and every one of you how to rise from the ashes of grief. Have you ever come through grief and realized that I don't know how to get through all this pain and the struggle that's pushing me right down, feeling stuck, isolated and oppressed and like I can't get my life on track again. I can tell you that that is exactly where I was at when I lost so many people in 2020. Now there's three things that people need to do to help to rise from the ashes of grief. Number one is they need to memorialize their loved ones. Number two is they need to have a resiliency roadmap. And number three is they need to have a life map in order to heal. So with number one, you need to realize that there's things that you have to go through after a person passes away. There is a list of 10 things that you need to do. Tell your friends and family, find the will and have the person execute the will and connect with the funeral home. You also need to make funeral arrangements. You need to write an obituary, secure the property, provide care for the child and pets. You have to forward emails. You need to notify family members and employers. And you also need to get a certificate of death to help to settle any of the estates, close accounts, You have to access the insurance, cancel government services, and close off all social media. Now, the mourning process, the mourning is the outward expression of your grief. It allows yourself to cry and weep. Talking about your loved ones is really important. Praying is important. Expressing your feelings through art, journaling, and also poems is really important. Self-care is so critical during this time. And meditation, nature walks, taking baths, listening to soft music, it's all about the healing process. And it's important to keep your emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical balance, which really helps you to keep on track. Grief is the internal emotions of psychological responses to death and loss. Deep sadness, brokenheartedness, loneliness, anxiety, anger, and thoughts of our memories of our loved ones continuously perpetuate our feelings. Now, a lot of us go through that gut-wrenching pain, like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to get through this whole grief process? And thinking about all of this really can drive you crazy or make you feel like you're going crazy. I felt that a huge relief came to me after I had an aha moment when I thought that the grief was not about external, that other person, but it was all about my response to what was going on. So at that point, I was only able to create my own ceremony to memorialize my loved ones, especially my mom, 
who was in the lockdown and also my dear friend because we couldn't have funerals. So how are we going to memorialize them? Well, we had a bonfire. We cooked up a meal of my mom's favorite foods. And then we sat around that bonfire and we told stories, singing songs, and really talking about her life, which really helped to move that pain of my grief. Now, taking massive action was also very helpful in helping to create tools to honor my loved ones, such as a legacy book, as well as digital slideshow presentation. And that helped to bridge the past, the present, and the future together. And these stories have now become heirlooms for the family. And the posters are absolutely beautiful. The legacy book took me hundreds of hours, but my mom was worth every moment that I spent in doing that. And also writing all the poems. My brother had passed away as well, and I did a slide presentation of his life and also pulled out some of his favorite music and made a Spotify list of his favorite music. So you can have that too as far as digital products go. You can also share like gardening tips or also sharing recipes with the family as that's one of the most important gifts that you can give to your family. So I encourage each and every one of you to create your own memorial tools as to how you will heal. Now funeral celebrations and celebrations of life are very important. Determine the role that you want to play, you know, and helping making decisions regarding funeral arrangements, you know, preparing for the service, the eulogy, all these steps that need to be taken care of. You can even have a digital ceremony so that people that can't make the funeral or because of the limitations can have Zoom or Google Meets to help people partake in the funeral. Now, resiliency is the ability to bounce back from a stressful situation of adversity. So having a resiliency mechanism is really, really important. We need to build our resilience when we're going through all this. So embrace what it is that you're going through. There is power in identifying exactly what you're going through, naming the hurt of what it feels like and what you're going through. By claiming your pain and naming it really helps to move myself into a different state. Realizing that that pain can only be moved once I identified what it was that I was going through. It was like the key to my car and turning it on. So then I had to turn my pain into my peace. So what I did was I started claiming new words into my language and also into my thought process so that I could change how I was feeling within. So the pain can motivate us to take charge of our lives and make a difference in our healing. The strength of pulling through this can help others um, make a move towards a healthier lifestyle. 
People see that and they want to strengthen themselves as well. So we are resilient by understanding where we are at and where we want to go. It gives us a roadmap to healing, where we're at and where we want to go. So some of the resilient factors are taking care of yourself, active problem solving, meaning and purpose, social support, and maintain a positive outlook. So how do we build our resilience? We prioritize relationships that are supportive. We join a group. We take care of our bodies. We practice mindfulness, find purpose. We avoid negative outlets, help others, be proactive, move towards goals, look for opportunities for self-discovery, keep things in perspective, accept change, maintain a hopeful outlook, and learn from the past and seek help. All of these things help you to heal and become uh, more resilient. Now, how do you strengthen relationships? Starting volunteering really helps. Helping in different areas. Like some time ago, I was helping with the food pantry, helping thousands of people. Now I have a Facebook group with 3,500 people in it. Role modeling healthy relationships and how to grieve in a healthy way. Sharing my story of multiple losses and hopefully people will get inspired and learn to heal in a healthy way as well. And also the other thing that's really helpful is having a wellness wheel for healing. Being proactive in our lives helps us with prevention mechanisms when we do face crisis. Awareness of all the areas of our lives help us to keep track and help keep a balance. Improving our goals and envisioning when we are going through these issues helps us to bounce back from the crisis. Having the ability to balance all areas of our life can be done by looking at our wellness wheel. This truly is a framework of reflecting on our lives, empowering ourselves to find solutions of our imbalance in our lives to find balance. And this helps to find that solution, that where we want to have a holistic type of a lifestyle. It helps to eliminate some of those things that can throw us off our balance and impede our lives. So it's very important that we have this uh, mechanism in place so that we can help to keep our wellness wheels in balance. So I encourage each and every one of you to create your own wheel of life. And that includes your spiritual, your family and friends, your physical health, your emotional environmental finances self-care and mental well-being why create a wellness wheel be proactive in your lives and this will help to prevent crises when they come along 
Awareness of the areas help us out to keep on track and helps us to keep in balance. It improves our goal setting and re-envisioning when things happen and it helps us to bounce back from crisis. It gives us the ability to balance all the areas in our life. The framework really encourages us to find the solutions to dealing with our lives. So I encourage each and every one of you to create this wellness wheel and you can apply it to your personal and your business life or your academic life. And what story? What is your old story? My old story was about shock, belief, my shock and my beliefs, disbelief of what was going on and my internal fears about what was happening to me. And then I had to re-identify what was all that gut-wrenching pain and feeling stuck all about. And I realized that I had the key to make the changes in order to deal with the multiple losses that I went through in 2020. So I had to change my mindset. My new reality is that I look at the death of my loved ones and realize that they were brave to go through their transitions. And I too must be brave to carry on the light of their messages of eternal love. I took massive action to get to the other side of the pain and feeling stuck by helping other people really helped me to come to a place of peace. I see myself as resilient, passionate, giving back to people and making a difference each day. I'm functional and unstoppable and my faith has expanded endlessly because the eternal love never dies. And when I spread that eternal love to others, they become hopeful too. And I want to be a shining light that always helps to feed my fellow human being in the great way. So these stories of my loved ones will always live forever, weaving of their stories into mine for generations to come. And the growth work that I want each and every one of you to do is, what are some of your limiting beliefs about death? What is your old story? What will your new story be? And what can you implement in your life as lessons about death? And how will you integrate your new story to your new life? And did you get some aha moments in your in this session? What are your legacies of learning? This is the legacy of learnings that I gained from all the grief I went through in the past couple of years. The keys to my new life are to reach out and get help, believe and having faith that everything will work out. Prayers, actions, and doing the work, making life a priority and living it fully. That truly is the recipe of coming to terms with my compounded grief issues. And those are some of the things that really helped me to move my pain. And 
creating these programs, the Grief Warrior Program, really helps to heal community, helps to heal our hearts, helps us with the resiliency roadmap, the life map, as well as the wellness wheels. So if you want to know more about that, I encourage each and every one of you to check out the lrwellness.net website to order your program that is suitable for you because you truly are important and you need to heal. your own life on your own terms. So with that, I thank you all for tuning in and have yourself a great day. And to subscribe, please subscribe and share this message as we want to get the message out there. Everyone, everybody can heal from grief. So take care and have a great day.